Love Talk Radio. Another day, another chance. Okay, we're talking with Aisha Wax. She's visiting the Wave, and you've actually been in the pages of the Wave before, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Um, I've experimented with a lot of different arts throughout my life. I have a passion for many things, and I remember being in the Wave for um, hip hop because <laughs> I'm a hip hop writer. And I remember you did a great story about my last film, Smokescreen. Thank you for that. And um, the Money Shot. You did a story about the Money Shot, one of the first films I ever made uh, with the Mailer family. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so, you know, when when we talk about what you're going for next, I know that there's a lot of things going on. You have a lot of plans for 2018. Yep. But let's talk about um, the last couple of months. They've been very different from your, your career in the past. So let's talk about where your career's at now and what you're pursuing. My life has has taken a really interesting turn. Um, years back, um, as an actress, I was fighting some really serious eating disorders that were never made public. And um, while my mom was alive, God rest her soul, she was really worried about me. And she said, you know what, I'm going to check you into a hospital if, if you don't start eating, if you don't start healing. And I made it my business to read every single book on the market and cross-reference fact from fad and just take notes in a journal as to what can I do to get healthy and yet at the same time with my fear of getting fat to just kind of like create my own journal plan. And and um, I don't mean to ramble, but the, the way that went was when I went to NYU, I handed my journal to one of my professors and they said, you should go into self-publishing. This is great. And lo and behold, my book is called Model Body Planet. It is on barnesandnoble.com right now to help other people trust in themselves to make the right choices to not have any eating disorders, which is uh, primarily what inspired what we're about to talk about. So you have a new title? Yes, I do. I'm, I'm very honored to have just won the state title of Ms. New York for the Women of Achievement pageant uh, out in California where I just got back from. We had it on the Queen Mary ship, the haunted ship, and it was gorgeous out there. I had so much fun. I came in second place in national, but uh, first place uh, in my state. So um, I was competing with some really heavy hitters and a lot of women that have taken their platforms so far beyond where I've ever even dreamed of taking mine that I just ended up 
finding a sisterhood there, a bunch of mentors and inspirations by going out there. Let's let's jump back for a second yeah. uh, to talk about uh, eating disorders. Uh -huh. um, you know, because I think that you know people have the people watch a lot of TV. They get they glean information from a lot of different sources, um, and and sometimes it's hard for people to believe. You know, like I stress eat. You know, I I know I do. I I uh, and there was a time when I used to. Um, you know, really obsess over uh, how I looked, you know, and I would really, I mean, I had a really long period there where I stressed a lot. Because you were and, an actor. Well, not just that. Right. Because, I, because it, was, it was after that, like when I was an actor, it was different because then I was worried about my personal appearance. But then I got into uh, a rut where I wasn't really caring about my personal appearance. So it, it, it but it was all related, uh, whether I ate or didn't eat, and was much much more of the eating and not the not eating, but um, you know those 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 that's more of a it's more of a, a a temporary situation. But for a lot of people, you know, eating disorders and and and, and those kinds of things uh, are really a ongoing battle that a lot of people have to go through. So. What did you feel that you needed to contribute, you know, based on from your own experiences? Okay, so let's bring it over to, if you don't mind me addressing the comment you just made as far as the fact that you used to stress eat or may possibly... Oh, no, I still stress eat. Stress eat. Okay, let me address <laughs> that. Let me address that for example, okay? What I do is I create a skeleton plan or structure based on people's habits downfalls and healthy habits and I basically create a plan around them personally. So talking to someone like you who I know stress eats at times, what I would do is I would work a plan around that and let's just say I was breaking it down and giving you four meals a day, for example, and um, it's going to be a stressful week. I would already allot that one of those meals was going to be for stress and I would designate it there and I would alleviate the guilt from you which would, A, create serotonin in the brain. It would remove any type of indigestion or any type of acid reflux in the stomach because the guilt is coming from the mind. And if we remove that spell, quote-unquote, we could allow people to actually feel proud of their choices and actually own the choices they make by incorporating it into their plan. So that's like an example of what I feel I'm here to contribute. I'm here to stand for the people that are afraid of the Oreos. I'm here for the people that are buying into the old wives' tales that I'm here to dispel and make it okay to have a healthy self-image and actually go with listening to your body and what it wants because health and weight loss are two different things. Right. And I'm here to distinguish that. Okay. Um, I think that a lot of people would, would be interested in that. Um, because, you know, and it's also about accessibility, too. You know, it's about, you know, I, like I try to, I know that I'm not an expert, you know, on, on a lot of different things. I know that I'm an expert on some things. You know, if you want to talk about the 1986 Mets, I'm your guy. Um, I, sang the, I sang the national anthem cool. at Chase Stadium for the Mets. Very cool. Very cool. Um, but, you know, but so... You know, when I'm when I'm when I'm working on something, or when I'm working on a story, let's say, or 
assigning a reporter to a story. I always want them. I always tell them, say, look, rely on an expert. You've got to talk to an expert to, to bounce things off of so that the article does not sound ridiculous. Or, you know, and in this case, um, you're talking about, you know, uh, you know, eating disorders. So what better way than to tell my readers, you know, if, if they're going to, if they're interested in this subject, that, you know, they should really look at your book and, and look at, you know, do you have a, a website or a blog that well, people can, can access? Yeah, yes, I do. Um, my website is called www.asiaworld.com, and my information is on there um, along with, of course, social media, my full name, Asia Wax, on Facebook and on Instagram and Twitter, Asia Hashwax, my full name. Um, and a lot of people come and see me in person because um, I have a contract with the YMCA's. Um, pretty much I have access to go to anyone I want. And over here in Rockaway, you could find me on like uh, a Sunday at 5 o'clock and a Monday at 6 o'clock for the group therapy sessions with me creating diet plans for people. And a lot of people will hire me as a personal trainer as well because I am an advanced personal trainer. And uh, my board of certification, IFPA, just named me personal trainer of the month because of everything that was awesome. happening. That's great. Yeah. And uh, during my reign of Ms. New York, I'm planning on doing as much charity work as I possibly could. So if any of your readers want to reach out to me um, and just ask me anything they have about their eating disorders, I'm doing charity work. And they could go ahead and uh, have my email, which is aw234 at nyu.edu, and they could ask me any questions they want. Great, great, great. Like I said, I brought up the word accessibility because a lot of people sometimes feel that the help is there, but they can't afford it. Right. Or they can't get to it. Or, or and, and sometimes, let's be honest, I, I think that those of us who, you know, want to be in better shape, um, you know, or, or want to be a better version of ourselves, or at least what our own uh, idea of what that is, um, we'll paralyze ourselves by right. saying that it's not accessible. Right, by saying the word can't, right. which is the word won't, really. Right. And, and at the end of the day, I'm trying to do everything I could to make this education accessible to people. Like, people don't have to order the hard copy book. They could order the ebook for a couple dollars. Right. Um, my boss over at the YMCA has made the courses as cheap as a couple dollars a session just because she knows how much people are in need. Right. And I'm trying to open a charity organization to support 24-hour, round-the-clock questions for people that are about to end up in an anorexic clinic or experiencing obesity. I'm doing everything I can to have information accessible to people. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk a little bit about your your, um, your acting background because I know that just from my own personal experience, having been in that uh, industry for a while, uh, I know that I'm constantly reaching back and using it. Um, maybe it's in an interview. Sometimes, you know, if I'm having like a, one of those days where I'm a little tired, uh, I'll just, you know, envision, okay, what's my motivation here? You right, know, yes. To, you what's know, your objective? Yes. Right. So, uh, and, and, and believe it or not, the training helps. It is. It, it is helpful because um, I just feel like anytime you deal with the public, um, you know, I always came from a place of honesty yeah. In, in my acting, yep. you know, plant your feet, look in the other person's eyes and tell the truth. So I've never had any problems communicating because of 
the training has been so helpful. And there's only one truth, which is the good news. Exactly. Uh, so do you find that be, being having, having done that, uh, and still do it, of course, but having been in acting, having been in performance, um, that it helps you communicate with people while you're doing your charity work, while you're doing all this other stuff, uh, as a way to, you know, open that line of communication with people. A hundred percent. Not only has it helped me with public speaking, um, but with all the improv I've taken at UCB, for example, just tossing that ball around. And it's really also made me, what you said, look for the in, in, intention and the objective of every situation. So when I'm hanging out with people, when I'm getting to know new people, or I'm trying to find out what it is they need from me as a sports nutritionist, I'm doing my investigation work as a script detective. I'm trying to find out who this character is, not just what is their eating disorder, but what caused it? Where did this start, and what is the self-talk? The who, what, when, where, why, and how? And you get right to the point. You cut to the chase. I do a little bit of mathematical equations and some theory work, just like I did on the script, and I get straight to the problem. I think it's helpful because it's like everything else. It's like, you know... I, I always t- try to tell people this. Uh, Bruce Lee, uh, the martial artist. Yeah. Uh, you know, he when, he when he became an actor and he started to be in movies and he started to perform, not just do his thing, but to perform, he would glean things from other people. And one of the things he would glean is the way that Muhammad Ali would, would prance around the ring. And he liked that. And he wanted to incorporate that into his performance uh, in a film, I remember him talking, uh, seeing a documentary and him talking about that. Uh, he always felt that his kicks weren't powerful enough. So he went to Chuck Norris, who at that time not only was a national martial artist, but was also trying to get into acting as well. And what people don't realize is that he actually hired Chuck Norris to be his son Brandon's martial arts instructor. Wow. <laughs> Imagine Bruce Lee hiring know. you. You know. So to me, it's that, it's that gleaning. It's that... It's that even the best of the best do it. Um, they they look at something from maybe another uh, maybe another piece of their life, and they incorporate it into what they're doing now. And that's the reason I brought that up because I think that the more that you put someone at ease, the more that you draw someone in, and they realize that it's a safe place for them to talk about uh, their feelings, their strengths, their weaknesses, the, the things that they they rarely want to talk about, it's easier when right. the person knows how to Because show they don't that. want to be judged. Right, exactly. I mean, there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism, but isn't the point of constructive criticism to find a better way? Right. Like, don't you just get annoyed by people that say, I don't like this, I don't like that. Well, you know, what do you like and how can I do this better? Give me a direct order. Let's see if I could achieve that. Don't just come over here and step on what you see. Who are you? Some critics? You know? No, you're right. Uh, um, you know, it, it's 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 always tough. Uh, let's talk about solutions, you know? Yeah. Um, rather than... Problems. Ra- right. You know, let's talk about solutions. But you have to talk about the problem. A little, yeah. You have, to, you have to show, you have to illustrate, here's the issue. Let's fix it. Um, well, let's fix it this way. Um, it, it, it is a constant... It's a constant reality in what I do, so I can only imagine how much of it, how much of that reality, 
occurs every day and, and how you deal with all the different people that are coming to you with different issues. I could tell when people's ears are closed to the truth and I could tell how much they're ready to hear and how much they're ready to blame other things other than themselves. Like a state of denial, I could always detect that in people. And sometimes people don't get 100% of what's being told to them as far as educating them. They hear what they want to hear. So I'm also working with psychology, which um, actually one of my biggest dreams lately is to actually, because I finished my bachelor's of science from NYU, I'm hoping to take two years, maybe part-time, maybe full-time, going back for a master's in mental health. Then I could be known in the next couple of years as the mind, body, and spirit person to go to when someone's struggling with an issue. Now, that's going to take some time and some money. That's why I call it a dream. Right. But that, that is one of my hugest goals in life. That's good branding. I like that. I'm a branding guy. I like that. Yeah. Um, so so um, when we, we look back at all the things that you've done and what you're moving forward, I know you talked about charity work, but you really want to focus on that in 2018. Yeah. But let's be honest. I mean, if a, if a, if a job comes along, if an acting job comes I'll along. I'll take it. Exactly. The so, difference is, is I'm not running after it while right. I work on my charity work, which is a natural course for actors to get into. Right. But um, if someone is success is knocking on my door for another project, I'll just work on charity at night before bed, you know? You know, I was looking at your reel, oh, and I, I, I noticed that you've worked with some actors that I knew, and I pointed them out. I said, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Um, obviously, with... with um, uh, Sam Rockwell, who just won the Golden Globe, who's fantastic. Yay! Um, I know. I'm so proud of him. So, you know, it, you, and, and I, and like, as I was looking at the reel, I, I noticed that you played different kinds of roles. You know, some that are very, um, you know, like right in your face, and some of them that are, you know, like more subdued, more working on the face rather than the whole the whole uh, package. Um, so, what kind of roles do you prefer? Like, what are the kind of roles that you think that, like, in a perfect world, like I always say to myself, I want to play that guy, or I want to play that role. Um, what what roles uh, really appeal to you? Lately, um, that that story that you did on us for Smokescreen when I played a contract killer, I'd say that that was uh, the most fun role. I've ever had in the movie Smokescreen because I got to play a strong woman with an opinion and she was pretty um, agile on her feet as far as her killings, her slyness. Um, I loved playing against my character, which I'm not a manipulative person, but this character very much was. And sometimes it's a lot of fun to play against character. Um, I... I feel that I, I see myself very differently than others see me. That's We're all growing and learning, and I always found that like a really hard thing to get across. I always felt like I was a very misunderstood person, um, a very spiritual person, God-loving, God-fearing, uh, very into charity work and being in the arts for the love and the passion of being in the arts. I'll help anyone. I'll give anyone the shirt off my back. But yet I'm typecast as the vixen. And you know what? I kind of have fun with that. And I kind of allow myself to express that through my characters. And I happen to enjoy playing those dark characters 
more than anything in the world, um, sort of like that anti-hero type character, um, like the Batman tattoo I have on my um, inner arm. Are you good? Are you bad? You're going against the law, but you're doing it for the higher good of saving humanity. Like that type of right. character right. is what I'm most passionate about. And sometimes you'll find roles that are also within the realm of I would love to play a psychologist to like a mobster. That would be like a dream. Much more preferable than playing the Gumara, though I wouldn't turn down the Gumara role. I think I'm intellectually more compatible with the therapist, but yet people might cast me as that Gumara type, which right. I'm not going to turn down or complain about. But it's funny how people don't really see you the way you see yourself sometimes. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's just funny that, you know, it's it's um, when you get the opportunity to be on film, when you get the opportunity to be out there, you know, as a public person. Right, such a luxury. It, it, it allows you to do things that you wouldn't necessarily, you know, not allow. I don't, that's, a, that's a poor choice of words. It, 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 it enables you. Uh, right, I knew it. see? Uh, great minds. Um, it, it really does enable you to do some things that you wouldn't have even thought of doing uh, because of the willingness of people to work with someone that's a little bit more well-known than Joe down the street. That doesn't mean that Joe down the street can't help you. It's just easier sometimes for people to be like, oh, oh yeah, okay, I know who she is, or I know who he is. Uh, I, I know from my, my own edification uh, or my own uh, epiphany was the first time I wore my wave jacket uh, during the uh, St. Patrick's Day parade that we have here. That's some great branding. Uh, you know, it was like, it was like, oh, now I know who you are. It's like, oh, so you wouldn't say hi otherwise? You it's, know? Like a short, like, it's like a shortcut to trust. Exactly. So, um, so uh, you know, uh, so so, just want to say best of luck for you, uh, to you uh, as you move forward. Thank you. And as you uh, try to accomplish all these different things. And just one more time for the folks out there, uh, if they want to get in contact uh, to talk about all these issues, what's the best way for people to to follow you or get in touch with you? I'd say the two top ways would be um, my personal email, which I will give you guys over here at the Wave, which is a as an apple w two three four at nyu.edu, and actually my messaging. Uh, system on Instagram has been working really well for me, which is Aisha Hashwax, um, which is A-E-S-H-A-H-A-S-H-W-A-K-S, and people send me messages there, and I'll check them around the clock and answer any questions anyone has for me with pleasure. Okay. Well, thank you so much for stopping in and to talk with us, and uh, we look forward to your next project. Thank you for having me.